0: This is a standard nerd's podcast. <laughs>
1: What was that?
0: Why five oh five oh, it's the fifty fiftieth episode. All oh,
1: right, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, with you now. How
0: do you mind me now?
1: Hello, and welcome to How Do You Like Me Now? I'm Will, with me as always is Liz. i I've done the introduction properly. Oh my god, this is a nightmare.
0: Oh no! (laughs) But I haven't got anything special to say. I should have done the introduction for you. Hello, and welcome to How Do You Like Me Now? The show where we go back and we watch, oh shit, from the 80s and 90s, yo, mega, big, massive. (laughs) So how you usually do it? Yeah, uh, it's
1: close enough. Close enough. There's not enough mega big massive in this when we do. This <laughs> yeah, morning.
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Anyway, hello and welcome to How Do You Like Me Now the podcast where we go back and relive the golden years of kids TV. I'm Will with me as always is Liz. Hello Liz.
0: <laughs> hello. Here doing? I am. It's the 50th episode. It's the 50th episode. We're having a special party. We've got the uh Ice Gems <laughs> and the Party Rings. <laughs> And some orange squash and... Uh, cheese and pineapple on a stick. Cheese and pineapple on a stick stuck into half a melon yes. covered in tinfoil to make yes. it look like a hedgehog. Yes. I don't
1: know why it needed to look like a hedgehog. It, just...
0: I, it, I, it was very important that it did. Yeah. I, I remember my mum making me one of those for about my fifth or sixth birthday party right? and I thought it was the most incredible thing ever assembled. <laughs> and now I think, what a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> See, you know what I wish we had? Some of those little cupcakes with silver balls in the icing.
0: Do you? Now, I think a silver ball is an offence to the cakery arts. Really? You love a silver oh, ball. I
1: love a silver ball. Can't get enough of them.
0: I think that says more about you than it does about me. <laughs> I don't think silver balls are universally popular.
1: See, now, I disagree. That's I think a you thing. Silver balls are up there with like hundreds of thousands and sprinkles. You know that Everyone likes them. They're just there. They just make things better.
0: They don't, though, do they? Because whereas a sprinkle, I don't love it, but I can kind of ignore it, a silver ball is like eating shrapnel. <laughs> Why does it have to be so hard? If you want something hard, have a nut. <laughs>
1: have a nut? You can't put a nut on a cupcake. That's insane. Why not?
0: Nice chocolatey cupcake, bit of nut on the top. Bit
1: of, Lovely. I mean, don't, a bit of salted peanut. Okay, actually, now that's sounding pretty good. Right, you, you around, to, yeah, you around. Easy good. job. But like a pistachio on there, not a chance. No, no, no. Well,
0: who said anything about pistachio? There are no, many nuts. No. There <laughs> are nuts for all walks of life. <laughs> Why are we talking about nuts? We're meant to be talking about the fiftieth episode. I know, God, I've gone wildly off track. <laughs>
1: anyway,
0: it's because of the amount of times that you did that intro. <laughs> Sorry,
1: this is our fiftieth episode, so we're going to be doing uh, a look back at some of the best bits we've got. We're going to be there's all sorts of things. It's, it's what kind of nineties and eighties kids TV podcast would we be if we didn't have a clip show?
0: Absolutely <laughs>
1: right. But
0: <laughs> but there is bonus content. This is an extravaganza. It's packed. Full of stuff you didn't need to know.
1: So much stuff. So, well, Liz, do you want to kick us off then? Well,
0: yeah, I said to Will, right, the first thing that we should do is we should have a getting to know you section, right? But it'd be very boring if we just sat here and said facts, wouldn't it, Will? Yeah,
1: it would, absolutely. So you've prepped some questions.
0: I have prepped a Mr and Mrs style series of questions, oh, right? God, no. I've already done the answers, my answers, oh, so no. now I'm going to ask you... And we'll see if we match. Oh,
1: this is gonna go terribly bad. And
0: I'm gonna do it in a quick fire styley. Okay. So just you know, whatever comes to your mind, oh just, God. just whack it out there. Alright? So <laughs> only time I'll say that to you. <laughs> Okay, should we have a countdown? No. Boom. Okay. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Uh, where did we meet?
1: Uh, we met at university in yes, Canterbury.
0: I guess at Canterbury. That's right. Uh, um, where did we go on our first date?
1: We went to the butter market, and then we went to oh no, we were, then we went from the butter market. We went to the orange, the pub underneath the orange street.
0: Yes, I would have accepted pub. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is Lizzie's biggest fear?
1: Oh, Liz's biggest fear. Uh, it's lizards.
0: Yes, it is lizards. I would have also accepted toilet snakes. <laughs> <laughs> and what is Will's...
1: Oh, oh, oh. toilet snakes are like... It, that is like, just to clarify for people, that's a snake coming up through the toilet, yeah. not one of those things you use to snake a drain. No, right? no, no. no, Those you're with. that's
0: a secret snake hiding in a toilet. <laughs> um, and what is Will's biggest fear? Uh, spiders. Okay, I put being wrong. Um, <laughs> who has the last word in an argument? Liz. Obviously. 100%. Yes. What's your worst habit?
1: My, oh, my God, I have so many. Let's uh, see not listening, picking my nose. Uh, well, you
0: didn't have to admit to snoring. that. Snoring. Snoring, I've put snoring. <laughs> it is like an aircraft taking off. Uh, and what's Liz's worst habit?
1: Uh, Liz doesn't have any bad habits.
0: That's a correct answer. <laughs> I would also accepted watching crap on TV. Yeah, there's I've that. subjected you to a lot of Dinner Date and 1970s blankety blank <laughs> who would play us in the film of our lives
1: well I mean I feel like for me it's got to be you know someone who can carry that gravitas that, that real thing so Jean-Claude Van Damme 100% oh really all day long yeah and, uh, I've put
0: Nick Frost Nick Frost <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> okay this is like the third time I've been compared to Nick Frost in terms of looks I'm when not the, happy about when it when
0: actually you look more like Greg Grunberg
1: I do look, look like look that
0: guy up that is Will <laughs> uh, and me
1: uh, you, I think you'd have to be played by. Uh, this is this is tough now.
0: It's, it's, t- it's tricky, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it is. They
0: don't let fat women on television. <laughs> I think I think that's the problem. It's Christina
1: very... Hendricks.
0: Yes, I, I had that down. I've oh, I've opted for Jade off the Gala Bingo ads. <laughs> 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 And finally, a more contemplative question now. If you had one extra hour each day, what would you do with it? Oh, my
1: God. One extra hour each day. I mean, sleeping is a real draw. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But I think probably I I would try and master my uh, gaming skills.
0: You'd play play video games. (laughs) If you had one one extra hour every day, (laughs) not learn Japanese or master the flute. Oh, no,
1: I'd definitely teach myself the piano. I'd learn to play the piano.
0: You 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 went with video games first then.
1: Yeah, the, it's still using my hands, but to play the piano instead.
0: All right, okay, yeah. All right, fair yeah, enough. There we are. Do you want to know more?
1: Go on, yeah, tell me.
0: Wanking. <laughs> 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 and that's the end of the getting to know you section. <laughs>
1: amazing, amazing. Well, Liz. This next section, this is what we've done, right? We've gone through all 49 episodes we've done so far, and we've picked out our favourite bits that we've talked about. Uh, yeah. And we've ranked them uh, from number 10, right, to number 1. It's, so, a, it's a
0: Top of the Pops style It's a Top of the Pops style
1: countdown, and if we could pinch the music, then I would do. Okay. Uh, but, so... I can have just, a go at
0: it if you want, but... <laughs> Go
1: on, yeah, you've done so well with the y fi oh, I don't
0: actually remember the music to Top of the Pops. <laughs> I, I, I'm tr- I'm trying, it's nearly... a. Uh, Uh, No, it's not there. It's not
1: there. shouldn't have offered. All right, well, first off... uh, Number 10. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, This is from Bernard's Watch.
0: Now, millennials have killed a lot of industries. (laughs) We're always being told this, and I think flannels might be one of them. (laughs) Because... (laughs) Because my dad went to a hotel... Right. Right. And he didn't take his own flannel with him. So he tried to ask the hotel if they had flannels. And the member of staff that he was dealing with, English was not his first language. And flannel apparently didn't translate well. <laughs> now, I think you'll see in some places they're called something like face cloths. Yes. My dad, I don't think, would ever have got to face cloth. He would have just repeated flannel louder and over and over again.
1: Would he have done the old, like, draw the fingers out of a square at the rough side of a flannel?
0: Well, I think, what apparently he did is say, like a towel, but very small. <laughs> yeah I checked with my dad after after we did that podcast and uh, he apparently it's called a face towel
1: a face and it's not called a face towel though.
0: Flannel is just I don't know, it's gone Isn't, that is the lingo is gone.
1: No one calls it a face towel. No one anywhere in the world calls it a face towel. That might have been what they settled on between him and this his concierge. <laughs> I, they might have they might have agreed on a face towel.
0: Bless you for thinking that the hotels that my parents could afford to stay in would have a concierge <laughs> and not just a very confused porter. Um no, I think honestly, it's like it's almost like um, the difference between tannoy and public address system.
1: <laughs> you think flannel is a brand?
0: Well, flannel is a type of fabric. Will?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, right? okay. Okay. Right.
0: So the the correct terminology for it is, isn't flannel. That was just colloquial. So face towel is probably more accurate. That's we just we moved on in the world. But, but it's know. the thing. No,
1: no one, no one out there is going to be a stickler. For you saying flannel they go, I think you'll find actually you mean a face cloth or a face towel. But I refuse well, to. apart the from face... that guy
0: who works in that hotel.
1: <laughs> I refuse to I think he's winding your dad up. I refuse to eat face towel is the thing. I mean you and I have had some run ins with some hotel staff before. Have we? Well yeah, when that time we stayed at the hotel in Seven Oaks.
0: Oh, that was a dreadful place. That was like forty <laughs> towers. That All the floor face... went up and down.
1: There was a guy behind the counter in a leather jacket.
0: Proper, like, look like a biker gang guy. Well, he looked
1: like a burglar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, he did when we spoke to him. Because we said, oh, we're checking in, Could we have our key? And he didn't know where anything was.
1: No, he didn't at all. <laughs> we wonder... just
0: disturbed a burglar. And then to keep up his cover, he said, oh, yeah, key, yeah. Uh, got it around here somewhere. Uh <laughs>
1: Eventually, handed us a key and we went upstairs and found a room that was slanting at a forty-five degree angle. Yes, it, it was, was amazing. It was. It
0: was yeah, I actually enjoyed staying there because I mean, you see life, don't you, when you go to a ropey hotel? <laughs> you do. It's, it's like it's like when I ride the bus. I don't enjoy riding the bus, but you see a bit of life. You think these are real people. These are the people of Britain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you find them in the most unexpected of places. Riding the bus in a hotel in Seven Oaks at midnight. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Robbing the joint blind. Anyway, there we are. So, next that number clip, ten. That was number also, ten.
0: What, what are we going to next?
1: Next, we're going to Sweet Valley High.
0: Now, this was one of my favourite episodes because I was I had a secret, didn't I? You and did. And I think this, is, this clip is the fallout of that. <laughs> this may not be true right. of everyone, but... But a lot of women, their their sexual fantasies, right, would fill a library, like like in Beauty and the Beast. You know, you can swing around the racks and go to anywhere and any point in your life. There is loads of it. Whereas men's is like a panini sticker book.
1: <laughs> it's a very. It's gro- like it's all like, the tits I've seen. It's the grotty panini sticker book. <laughs> yes. In like it's a very lit room. very well
0: thumbed. <laughs> And I know you've got a shiny in there for my lean (laughs) class. Oh, I regret nothing. (laughs) I don't like to make these kind of oh, this is how men are and this is how women are kind of distinctions because I've never wanted to be pigeonholed into this is how a woman should be and these are all these are girly things and you're like this. But at the same time, I feel like we're socialised in a way, you know, our society isn't perfect and it does put expectations on men and women. So, so many of us do fit those moulds, mm. but it's still worth
1: pointing out. Every now and then there's a sweeping generalisation that's largely accurate. <laughs> and this is one of them.
0: I, I don't want to put my stamp of approval on that opinion. <laughs> and yet I keep finding myself drawn into it.
1: <laughs> oh my God, amazing. But yeah, I think just it, it is... I'd never thought of it like that before, but yeah, I think that that's probably... Do you think the best. that's accurate? I think it's 100% accurate. That's how men's <laughs> fantasies... If you could put, like, the, man, the male fantasies as the brain into a physical form, it would be like a Panini sticker album full of tits. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dog-eared, a bit of grotty around the corner.
0: I mean, that. Uh, see, now you've said it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go from there.
1: Fair enough. Well, that yeah, that's that's fair point. Should we move on to the next one?
0: Let's move on to the next clip.
1: Okay. This is from Moomins, which is something you had quite a strong reaction to. Oh really? Yeah, I think you did, particularly the one lot of characters that appeared. I think the Hemonibithers are the next creatures we meet.
0: That's it's- true, isn't it? Oh my goodness. Are you talking about the used condoms? <laughs> They're, right, okay, so Snuffkin and somebody are walking along and they encounter, you know, like Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, she kind of stumbles along uh, uh, on these different little creatures in the woods. You know, there's the, the glasses that are a bird and stuff. She just stumbles upon stuff. And here we stumble upon a little uh, a congregation of used condoms that are are walking along. Okay,
1: <laughs> Just to clarify, Snufkin and Bishop Heavyleg have gone looking for this flower because Stinky ripped out the flower that Moomin was trying to get. So Moomin's chased off after Stinky, they've gone to find the other flower and they come across a group of of hatty fatteners.
0: Everything you just said (laughs) sounds like you are describing a gay porno. (laughs) But there's a child in the room so you can't use any of the actual words. (laughs)
1: So the bishop of the harmonica playing, you know, they're going looking for a flower. <laughs> and suddenly someone comes across her, her, her Hattie Fatteners. <laughs> and th- those Hattie Fatteners are just jiggling around.
0: <laughs> I stand by what I said there.
1: <laughs> I love this because when we record these episodes, I do the editing. Yes. So I listen back to everything. And, you know, clip out any coughs or anything, woo or anything like that. But it means I hear these bits again. And you don't do the editing. So a lot of this stuff comes back to you as a shock. So when you're (laughs) listening, you're like, I can't believe I said that, but I do stand by it.
0: Yes, that's my (laughs) reaction to everything. I can't believe I said it, but I agree.
1: (laughs) I mean, the Moomins, even hearing that back there, the Moomins the plot is so convoluted when you have to explain it it's wild so complicated
0: and yeah i look back on that as have been one of the things i enjoyed watching yeah because i think it is a bit trippy and it's a bit you know um, it's, it's, it's so much other world um, building going on but it's a fun trip i guess you know i kind of like the moral compass that it's got going through it i would i would let my kids watch it but I would just go out of the room and go, I can't, I can't be getting involved in this too much, I'll make my brain spin. I can't be looking at the used condom men again. <laughs> That's what they look like to me. I, again, I stand by it.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Right, well, Liz, our next clip. Now, this is something a lot of people have commented on, a lot of people oh, liked. Is it? Okay. Uh, this is a really popular thing. So this is from Poddington Peas.
0: Ah, oh, Poddington Peas.
1: Human sized living pea, that's just terrifying.
0: That'd be very scary.
1: Right? Down to like, sort of, okay, dog sized pea, that's still quite scary. I think anything above sort of cat sized pea is quite scary. Hedgehog sized pea, I don't know. I feel if I found a hedgehog sized living pea at the bottom of the garden, I'm going on Britain's Got Talent.
0: But I think a hedgehog sized pea is the last size at which it can be cute and not scary.
1: Okay. Well
0: If you found a load of hedgehog sized peas at the bottom of the <laughs> garden, you wouldn't like you wouldn't freak out, would you? You wouldn't think this is dangerous, well, I'm ha- in danger. How many? I Are don't we
1: talking know. <laughs> hedgehog sized peas. Are we talking thirty four?
0: Thirty four hedgehog sized peas at the bottom of your garden.
1: See, if it was thirty four hedgehog sized peas at the bottom of the garden, I'd have to exercise some crowd control.
0: Would you would you smash them up? Would I'd, you be like, fuck this shit, I'm making mushy peas right now. What
1: I'd do, I'd be like, right, you lot stay here. I'd nip up the road.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd get my bag of sausage and chips. <laughs> Savaloy for you. Savaloy for me. Come down, I'd get one of them. Yeah. Right, I would mush him.
0: Yeah.
1: Microwave him while the others are watching. Yeah. I'd bring him out and I'd go, look, this is what happens if you mess up, right? Don't mess me around, the rest of you. And I'll be getting the chips and I'll be having that mushy pee.
0: That I feel like that is way worse than just going hog wild and smashing them all to shit. Because that when I was thinking of you just out at the bottom of the garden, your big old boots on, stomping a load of peas to death, <laughs> I that was like a reaction in fear. But you bringing one into the microwave, then taking it back out to the others to say that's what will happen.
1: I'm not a really cold mushy peas. I'm not some kind of maniac.
0: Yeah, but you taking it to the others as like a threat. That
1: you've got to keep them under control. Is can't have thirty three hedgehog sized peas running around. Why the are you
0: so afraid of thirty three hedgehog sized peas?
1: Look, if it came down to a choice yeah. between thirty three hedgehog sized peas, yeah, or a hundred pea sized hedgehogs. I'd go 100 pea sized hedgehogs.
0: What would you do with them? They'd be no good I'd with your use chips. Them, no, I'd use them for pest control in the garden. Well, I'd, I don't think that would be viable. Hedge, Hedgehog sized hedgehogs have enough trouble staying alive, let alone like pea sized hedgehogs. I think they'd be better on Britain's Got Talent. You'd oh. need some kind of large magnifying glass set up, but. I mean. Like a flea circus. But
1: <laughs> for pea sized hedgehogs. Yeah, yeah. What are pea sized hedgehogs gonna do?
0: I don't know, like snuffle 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 about (laughs) I've never found you so attractive as in that clip (laughs) the idea of you looking at your garden full of (coughs) of hedgehog sized peas and going I know we'll sort this out Threat. <laughs> I can get these lot under control. You know that's how Willy Wonka got the Umpa Lumpers to follow him. What, he killed an ate one? Yeah. Oh my god. Absolutely. That yeah, they made Darl cut that out. <laughs> Right, like it's, it's some- too dark for kids rolled, <laughs> and uh he was like, "No, I don't want to talk down to kids and like, no, come on, seriously, you should be in some in an asylum anyway, so
1: some dark stuff in those early drafts <laughs> I
0: don't I don't we all know it,, uh, we don't like to talk about it, but we all know it um no, honestly, that is I hadn't heard that clip probably since we did it, and that is that is so. That is like listening to two different people because I know with that clip we had a problem with the recording, and so we we had to like stop and, and start again, and yet we set, went down the same path of of having to talk about hedgehog-sized peas.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because... and
0: having to <laughs> grapple with uh, with <laughs> what size of pea could be considered cute, and at what stage you'd have to inflict <laughs> violence to control them.
1: At an early stage, I mean, this. I mean, this is the thing, one on its own, right? i oh, get we're my not going into back. It. Going one back. on its own is fine. That's just a pet. That's just that's a, a pet. That's an oddity you can comment on. Particularly the size of our garden. Can you imagine 34 hedgehog-sized peas in our garden?
0: Well, we have a very small garden. I
1: know. That's all the more terrifying.
0: When, people, when they say, down at the bottom of your garden, that's... I can see that from the window. You know, that's that's (laughs) basically the front of my garden. (laughs) Thirty-four, you know, pea hedgehog-sized peas in our garden.
1: We're overrun. They'll be struggling all to stand on their own feet.
0: Exactly. In some people's garden, less of a problem. (laughs)
1: But tell you what, I do this back to that and I really, really want some mushy peas.
0: Do you? I know
1: that's wrong. I never I know got my savaloy. No, you didn't. I know that's wrong of me to want to to listen to a, listen to me describe inflicting murder upon a sentient pea and go, no, you know, actually, I really want some mushy peas. You're
0: turned on by your own violence. Well, I love
1: peas and you can't eat peas anymore, so I miss I, peas.
0: I can't eat peas anymore. Not because of that clip. <laughs> I just want to state unrelated that
1: unrelated reasons. I have.
0: I am on a very specific diet <laughs> <laughs> that excludes peas. <laughs> um, I know you think that isn't a real diet. They're all thinking, right? She just if she sat there eating pick and mix, and she won't <laughs> eat her peas up. <laughs> It's called low fodmap. If you have IBS, look into it. All right, that's a little tip from me to you. Peas <laughs> are <laughs> not your friends, um, especially if they're the size of a hedgehog. What I say
1: is, I miss peas. <laughs> right. And I know, I know the thing is, even when you, you could eat peas, you hated mushy peas.
0: Oh, m- mushy peas are an abomination. I will, uh, in, the, in, the, in the good old days, when I ate what I liked and just chat through the eye of a needle, I, <laughs> <laughs> I um, would enjoy a pea. Yeah. Right? But a mushy pea, I've never enjoyed. Oh. I don't believe that should happen to a pea. Oh, no. I enjoy a pea to be whole. Even a pea on my plate that has been split I'm iffy on. Oh, I don't a... know if I said this at the time. I, think you I know, have man. very specific rules on peas <laughs> and the rule now is no peas. <laughs> See, no, I
1: I love mushy peas I adore mushy peas have done for as long as I can remember and obviously because my mum's from Lancashire so it was the dumb thing you had mushy peas
0: you got mushy peas in your blood you mushy peas
1: what in your blood yes you got them in your blood <laughs> particularly if you're stamping very hard on them yeah you. yeah
0: yeah exactly all covered in blood and mushy peas at the bottom of the garden <laughs> <laughs> holding one aloft in two <laughs> this this will be your fate bow down to me I am your pea god <laughs>
1: Amazing. How's right. that
0: clip not number one? I,
1: uh, pff, I don't know. With a high bar? <laughs> well, this next one, this, this was one of my favourite moments we did because this is where we watched Pokemon and oh, Pokemon. I got you to try and name some of the Pokemon. I think there's 151 in this movie.
0: <gasps> Charmander.
1: <laughs> Charmander. <laughs>
0: Charminder.
1: <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> that's like the knockoff off version. Um, <laughs> like the Poundland Pokemon. Charminder. I've
0: probably seen these names. Bulbasaur. <laughs> <They> probably...
1: Squirtle. <laughs> <laughs> Pokachu. <laughs>
0: I've probably only seen these names where they've been sold in Poundland. Just thought they were the real names. <laughs> there's Oh, there's a I think there's a pink one. It's Piggly Wiggly.
1: <laughs> now <laughs> Now <laughs> what? <laughs> at the time we did get you to name all hundred and fifty and Yeah, it up it's on, up on our Twitter it, or Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> and I mean, just astounding. Just astounding well,
0: didn't include my favourite after we've watched it, which was Gary Toes. Because I, because I I said to you what one of them's called Gary Toes, right? And you're like, What? Gary Toes. I thought that was a really cute name for a Pokemon. You said it's something like Garados or whatever. Yeah,
1: Gyarados.
0: But I can't believe that I would have heard Garados and got Gary Toes. So I think maybe like, you didn't get it, but maybe he's got a nickname where they call him, like, Gary for short, and they call him Gary Toes. I
1: don't think they would do. In the series, the main, like, person that Ash is competing with is called Gary. So I think it would be confusing to also have a Pokemon nicknamed Gary.
0: Does Gary own Gary Toes?
1: I don't know. He may own it I a bet Ga- he does.
0: <laughs> I bet he does. He's like, I'm Gary... And this is Gary Toes. It's you know how, like, Gary if, you're, if you're John and you've got a mate called John, he has to be, like, Big John or Little John or whatever, <laughs> right? I'm Gary, so this is my Pokemon. He wanted to be called Gary as well, but he's got big toes, so we called him Gary Toes. Right, but the
1: flaw in that logic is he doesn't have any toes. He's well, a fish.
0: I'm pretty sure he had toes. No,
1: he's a fish. He's like a no, water snake.
0: No, he's like, um... You sure?
1: He's like a water dragon. It doesn't have any toes. Oh,
0: well... My favourite Pokemon now is Gary Toes, and I don't care if he's real or not.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: I think about it all the time. I think about it. My favourite Pokemon is Gary Toes. I tell that to people. <laughs> you do. I people who to... don't know about Pokemon.
1: <laughs> Which includes you. Yes. Char- Charminda. I'm going to get that on a T-shirt for you, though. My favourite Pokemon is Gary Toes. Yes, Yes.
0: please. So I can stop telling people. They can just read it. It's more efficient.
1: So, Liz, I wanted to talk about some things. We went back, and obviously, you know, when we watch these things, we pick an early episode, we pick a later episode. And normally, we hit pretty lucky in the things we watch, we kind of capture the essence of it. Yes.
0: There's
1: a few times where we've... Absolutely missed a key thing.
0: Is this the errors and omissions section?
1: This is errors and omissions.
0: Okay, right. right. Come on then.
1: There's a couple of things. First off, I do want to make an apology, and this is pointed out to me. When we did uh, Galaxy High,
0: Yeah.
1: I was very certain that you can't buy drugs with pizza.
0: Oh, right. And yeah. I was
1: corrected on that by a police officer friend of ours. Yes. <laughs> he said, no, drug dealers will 100% trade drugs for pizza.
0: I don't know if we should be putting that out there.
1: <laughs> just just saying, if ask your local drug dealer about pizza payment options.
0: That is very specifically not what the police officer said. <laughs> just <laughs> to put that out there. He
1: didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm embellishing. But... <laughs> <laughs> but there's a couple of things we, we did miss. And to be honest, the first one he's want to talk about is Through the Dragon's Eye. Oh, yeah. Now, on this one, this is, because, this is only a short run thing because it was a BBC, like the school's look and read thing, right? And I, we picked the first episode and I picked one which was only a couple of episodes later because it was one that I remembered well. But when we didn't see the villain of the whole thing. No. We didn't see Charm.
0: You told me about Charm yes, afterwards I did. and you showed me a very short clip of him. Yes. And um, I was excited to see that actor. I believe he's in Pennies from Heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is no way that would have changed my opinion on Through the Dragon's Eye. No. That production is so shonky. It's so cheap. All I can remember is that papier-mâché dragon trying to get on and off a log. It was the saddest thing There is no villain good enough to drag that show out the shit. (laughs) I think it had a very special place in a lot of people's hearts because they watched it at school, so obviously it was better than double maths or whatever, but it is terrible. It's terrible.
1: (laughs) See, now that just makes me sad, because I still am going to go back and watch the whole thing.
0: You're such a liar. You're lying to yourself. I'm
1: going to go back and do it now. You haven't. It's
0: been months since we did that episode. (laughs) I've been watching
1: all these other things. Okay, all right, all right. (laughs) Anyway, so but So, Charn, you think as a kid you wouldn't have been scared by Charn, though?
0: I'm not saying I wouldn't have been scared. I think we proved in the um, frightening episode that we just did, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm very easily scared. (laughs) But I don't think I was as much as a kid, actually. Right. And watching it in... Class, especially where it's like a great big bright classroom in the daytime, there's no way I would have been scared. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't scared so easy as a kid. It's funny that, isn't it? It is weird that. I think when you grow up, you realize how dangerous the world is.
1: Yeah, I think when you're a kid, you're carefree and you know things don't really scare you.
0: It's like when I go back and watch Disney films. They didn't used to make me c- cry as a kid, but now I am like welling up at the first sign of anything emotional. Oh my
1: god, there's things we just Lady and really. the Tramp.
0: I wept through the whole thing. Uh, What's the other one that I can't watch? Coco. Coco? Oh, my God. Well, I didn't see that as a kid, obviously, because that's more recent, but I... I weep. If you don't weep in that, then you're different than me. Um, (laughs) I thought you were
1: going to say dead inside.
0: No, no, because a lot of people have accused me of being dead inside over the years, (laughs) and I'm not. I'm dead on the outside.
1: (laughs) People have accused you of being dead inside for this show.
0: Oh, yeah, no, but it's time before that. (laughs) At school, I was very often accused of being dead inside. And I think, actually, Bambi, that was another one I watched as a kid, didn't make me cry. Right. I was just like, yeah, yeah, it's a deer, whatever. But, I'm, I'm not dead inside, it just took me years to connect with the deep, you know, the very emotional person within, and now I have, the floodgates are wide open, I cry openly all the time, I cry at adverts, I cry at everything. <laughs>
1: See no, but I, I cried the other day. I was, I was watching. I never watched ER the first time round.
0: Spoilers for ER, the right spoilers now.
1: Spoilers for ER. Well, I'm not going to spoil it, but because people might, not, people like me might not have watched it. But I was watching up to a certain point, and literally, I was like bawling openly. There's a very happened.
0: main character, isn't there? Yes. That, that goes and yeah.
1: Oh God, I, you hit me, hit me hard. Hit oh, me hard, oh bless breaks. your heart. I was. I had to come down and see you. I was like, <laughs> no. I've been crying so I much. need to be with a human. <laughs> <laughs> There's two shows actually where we missed a similar thing. So, dinosaurs. Yes. We miss the mother-in-law.
0: I, yeah, I don't remember a mother-in-law. No, the
1: mother-in-law is there. I think she's called, like, Pearl. But basically, yeah, she is very much like the baby in that she's constantly hitting Earl. The dad
0: Did they introduce her later Based on the success of the baby?
1: I think they did I think she's still In like the first series She's introduced or something Yeah But, but you know with
0: Americans They're always testing things out Focus grouping and Yeah and stuff all never
1: gets broadcast In the same order it's recorded. Listen
0: Listen If I'd have seen the mother-in-law I'd probably have hated it more yeah. Because the thing I hated most And I hated everything about that show Was the baby <laughs> So if I'd have seen a mother-in-law That was even slightly similar I would have despised her no chance, no chance I'm changing my mind on that one.
1: <laughs> okay, well, another one, again, that we missed, and this is a big character, is in Johnny Bravo, his mum. We didn't see his mum.
0: <gasps> now, I do remember her, because he has that kind of odd attachment with the mum, yeah. which you would expect from a kind of emotionally stunted Lothario mm. type. Johnny Bravo was great, though. I would happily go back and watch more of that. Yeah, that, I have really enjoyed watching Johnny Bravo.
1: See, Johnny Bra- I think Johnny Bravo was like a solid gold... That we, one that we actually sort of went back, and I would recommend everyone if you can find it, go back and watch it. Cause
0: yeah, because I think like I, they kept making it for a while. I don't know um, if we, how far into the run we tested, but I really enjoyed the first like you know series, just really good, just yeah.
1: great, yeah. great, really great. Uh, round the twist. Now yes. this is one that you were hoping we'd find, I think, which was the nails
0: episode. Right, I think everyone was talking about this. But the thing with Round the Twist is there are so many episodes, and everyone's got a different one that they remember. Yeah. For a lot of people, it's the Nails episode, which we didn't watch. But any anything that we watched, it would have been just, like, creepy and inconceivable that they put it on for kids. Just just wild and out there.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was just... that That is one of the most disturbing things we've seen, I think, for me. Just because of how mad that was. Yeah. How absolutely off-the-wall bonkers.
0: It's ve- And it's very, like, sexual things, and yeah. quite dark sort of death things, all of which you think, oh, okay, I didn't realise they would have put that in. There was a kind of incestuous thing in the one we watched.
1: Yes, there was, and, and I remember, I think it's in the episode, looking up at the time, it's not the only incestuous um thing in that whole episode, in that whole series.
0: No, that's is... uh, that there really should be only one time you strayed into to insist yeah, if you're if, making a kid if show. That,
1: if that if
0: that that's your maximum. <laughs> that's absolute max. It's
1: not a target. It <laughs> is definitely your maximum <laughs> Oh my God. But there's one other which we've got recommended to us, actually. Yeah, uh, when yeah. we did our Chuckle Brothers episode recently, uh, someone suggested we should look at the other Chuckle Brothers TV shows, right. including Chuckle Hounds, which I had never heard of.
0: Well, I did the research for the Chuckle Brothers episode, and I use that term very loosely, because <laughs> sometimes we do next-to-no research, and I'm sure everyone knows it. But yes, I did, I did stumble across Chuckle Hounds, and I didn't watch it on purpose, because I was thinking... We've made 50 episodes, right? Mm-hmm. If we want to make 50 more, yeah. maybe chucklehounds is going to come up. Maybe. I'll just say that. Watch this space. Don't That's... watch it that closely. It's <laughs> definitely not in the next few. But maybe. It's a maybe.
1: <laughs> Amazing. Well, there we are. I think those are the things we... If there's anything else anyone out there thinks that we've missed, there's massive omission, let us know. Tweet us, Instagram us, whatever else. Get in touch with us and let us you know. You can
0: always let us know. We're always open to criticism. Absolutely. Yep. Hound us.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, we're into our five favourite bits. Top five. Top five favourite bits. All right. Uh, now, next one is from one of our earliest episodes. Oh, I think okay. it might even be our third episode. Right. Maybe our fourth. Uh, this is from Mask. Now, I think what this a was... a classic. I think this was, like, the first time the audience really got to
0: see... I feel like this is the first time that we got what the podcast was going to be about. <laughs> this is how it goes. I put it to you: the real villain here is Matt Tracker. Matt Tracker. Not only because he's a boring arsehole, which I do think is the ultimate crime, <laughs> but also because he doesn't give a shit for his son, does he? No, not
1: even... constantly... Why is he bringing us like this one? It's like, okay, I'm dropping you off somewhere nearby. The, the other episode we watched, we're going to Japan. Oh, so we can ride the bullet train you invested in. Yes, and also because I need to catch Venom. Because I've come an eye with on me, on me venom. to fight these yeah. terrorists. Yeah,
0: and in the first episode, he drops him off. With a creepy old dude. Yep. And then the old dude encourages him to take off his clothes and go swimming in the lake. Yep. Right. Like, neither of those episodes is Danger. that son really getting looked after. Okay. No. And the moral that comes up at the end is wrong in both those episodes. <laughs> it should be don't leave your son with strangers. Right. Especially <laughs> creepy old men who live in the woods. And don't take your son with you when you're going to fight a megalomaniac. <laughs> Matt Track is the real megalomaniac. He's, got, he's, he's playing all the, you know, he worked with Venom to make the masks. He's playing all the angles. He's orchestrating the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is all he's doing, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's behind it all, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, okay? <laughs> he's behind it all. You Why think... do you think that that kid hasn't got a mum, right? That... He, he killed her. Whoa! She's under the... Whoa! That's a leap... She's under the... floorboards. The, floorboards. Yeah. She's under the floorboards. She's gone. She's and not Mask coming HQ. back. He doesn't spend the weekend with her. She's gone. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Venom didn't kill her. He's an ineffective... You know, Miles Mayhem. Ineffective. He didn't kill anyone, either of these episodes. He's just fucking about. <laughs> Again, stand by it.
1: <laughs> See, I feel like you never really got Mask.
0: No. I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> but honestly... Matt Tracker is not a good role model, is he? That does not show him in a good light, that show. I stand by everything I said. He made the masks, he made them crap, and then every week we're supposed to think the villain is this guy who can't get anything done. (laughs) Not the guy who's charging the government to fight them, fight the masks (laughs) that he made. He's... uh, I, I I didn't get that show. I didn't get that show. I'll put it out there.
1: Fair enough. Alright,
0: you got me. It's a fair cop, Gov. Didn't like it, didn't get it.
1: Alright, moving on then. Okay. Okay, moving on. I mean, this uh, people have said to me that yeah. the, the best thing about our show is is how vitriolic you get what? about certain things. And I think nothing is true about this than your feelings on like claymation.
0: I don't like Morph. I don't like Murph. If that is his real name. Um I don't like that um Lurpak Butter Butterman. <laughs> I don't like him.
1: That's another very dated reference to the Lurpac Butterman. I don't
0: like him. I think he's a prick. I don't like these little men that are made out of like substances. Alright? I don't like him. The Lurpak Butterman is a prick. <laughs> He is. He's got his trombone out. He's prattling about. I don't like him. I don't like watching him. I don't enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> there's people. There's people who literally just watch morph. Right? You're just watching like, like a lump of like plasticine. <laughs> right? If I got a lump of blue tack out and said, "Here, have a look at that. That's good, isn't it?" You wouldn't watch it. would you? what? No, you'd have to animate it. <laughs> I could. I could move it around. I could. Wiggle it about a bit <laughs> But it wouldn't be entertainment
1: I feel like The trapdoor isn't going to be your show
0: No <laughs> I fucking told you <laughs> I, What I'm saying to you is You've tried to show me the credits of this show I've been too bored to watch them You cannot Possibly hope to entertain me By making me watch a full episode Right i am going to be angry to, I actually think this might make me like The Lurpak Butterman better <laughs> I'm going to do something I never do now Right And admit that I was wrong Oh my god It didn't make me like the Lurpak Butterman better <laughs> I...
1: <laughs> Oh my god I
0: didn't hate the trapdoor As much as that clip suggests That I was going to <laughs> Of all the claymation things I've ever watched, I found the trapdoor quite acceptable because of its strong use of the West Country accent <laughs> and made-up swear words like grumfutux. Yes,
1: <laughs> I was glad that you, you you did get on better with that one, but I think. You know, the the longer we've been together yeah. uh, and the more of these things we watched, I, I don't it's not just like plasticine claymation you have a problem with, it's most animated characters. Yeah. Like even when I watch like adverts like if I look if we're watching TV and like an advert for Fairy Liquid comes on and it's either, you know, um like Alan Watts' face um voicing like that that biker version of the the baby or the one that's, you know, sitting on the sponge listening to Bob Marley. I look across at you and you've got a face like thunder.
0: Listen, listen, can I tell you what I hate the most? Right, he's taken over from the lower Butterman, man, right? Kevin the Carrot. Kevin the
1: Carrot, I oh, what a prick. I cannot
0: stand him. While you're out there stomping on peas, <laughs> I'm in here knocking the shit out of Kevin the Carrot. <laughs> right? <laughs> I can't stand him.
1: This is a very anti vegetable
0: household. It is, isn't it? strangely enough (laughs) I didn't realise we hated veg so much maybe I did maybe I I did your
1: thing is you you can be quite cynical about things that are like manufactured joy like things that have a deep emotional resonance you will react to but things where they're trying to manufacture that like and particularly Christmas obviously at the moment Christmas adverts coming on yes like there's that one for Amazon at the moment with the girl, you know, who's the ballet dancer and the recital gets cancelled because she goes into lockdown mm. and so, you know, her sister seeing her in deep despair, locking herself in a room each day, sets up a thing where she delivers tickets to all the neighbours and all the flats around and sets up and brings her sister down and her sister dances while everyone shines lights and watches and everyone applauds on the balconies, right? Yeah. And it's a cynical, you know, cynical th- Well, we live in that you go, that's Amazon, they can pay some fucking tax, you know? Yeah. But you look at that advert and the first thing you said to me when we saw it was, that's a pretty strong fucking. Torch that guy's got.
0: <laughs> it is. I mean, I hate, I hate the inauthenticity. The man, like you said, it's manufactured joy. It's that thing of we've got to do the most you know, heartfelt, weepy, maudlin advert because it's a thing now for Christmas adverts to make mums weepy-eyed and then go out and buy more, you know, Brussels sprouts than they need to. But I despise Christmas adverts. But what I despise more than that is that that torch could not be that bright? We've both worked on stage, and we know that the, the, a, a par can that could make that is is fucking massive. There's no way he's holding a torch that can create that spotlight. It's absolutely absurd. Well, it gives a... people it gives people unrealistic expectations of their torch wear. <laughs> Which I don't think is a word, but I'm coining it. Shakespeare coined words. <laughs> torchware. To say,
1: if anyone's eyeing at that torch, think it—that's a good, powerful torch. That's not a torch doing that lighting. That's a follow spot. That's
0: it's a huge follow spot. Yeah, it's, it's the one. It's like that's
1: the one of those massive Fresnels. They, they, the co- they, and... they
0: cost tens of thousands. <laughs> You're not getting it for seven ninety nine free postage and packing. It's not happening. <laughs> you don't hold that in one hand. The light that is created by that is not held in one hand.
1: <laughs> Just more lies from Jeff Bezos.
0: More lies.
1: Anyway, there we are. So Play the next bit. So this next one uh, is from. We've already talked about it, but Johnny Bravo. One oh, okay. of the, one, of the, one of the best things we watched. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is this. Uh, this we are a little bit off the, off the wires here. <laughs> Every single George Formby movie, like. Every Elvis movie, and I can put it out there most Johnny Bravo episodes, is all around him trying to get his end away. Will. Yeah.
0: Do you understand that there's a difference between George Formby trying to get his end away and Elvis? Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely, there is. For one, mm-hmm. Elvis played a guitar, George played a banjolele.
0: Okay. Elvis, when he does it, it's a romance, when George Formby does it, it's a comedy. <laughs> Right? And that difference is their face. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's
1: also song content.
0: Yes. Uh, as far as I know, there isn't a when I'm cleaning Windows Elvis. Banglelele uh, no- sold separately.
1: <laughs> 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 Nor a kung fu Elvis, but anyway, is my, there a
0: kung fu George Formby movie? Do you oh think my so? god,
1: I really wish there was. I would love to see a kung fu.
0: Will you are the man to make that happen? I mean,
1: cut, I feel like get with... some
0: George Formby stock footage, right? <laughs> then you dress up as him, right, and cut, and then add it into the scenes. So you just do a bit of kung fu.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't want to destroy the image anyone's got here. Yeah, but me and George Formby do not have the same build.
0: I don't think that's the main thing that's stopping you. (laughs) I
1: don't think that's... What is the main thing that's stopping me from cutting a George Formby kung fu movie?
0: Um... I don't know. Skills. (laughs) Editing skills.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, I can overcome that hurdle. But I think, to be honest, the, the things you can do now with film technology, you know, they brought Peter Cushing back from the dead for Rogue One. You can definitely CG model a kung fu George Formby.
0: Right, well, you get on that then. Yeah. That's good, that's all decided. He <laughs> into enter the dragon. <laughs> when I'm punching bad guys. You
1: see, it writes itself. <laughs> it does. Ah, oh, this is what I'm doing now. <laughs> now I'm in lockdown, this is what I'm going to do. There's time for all these projects. <laughs> Absolutely. I can make the curtains, I can redecorate the bathroom, and I can write my George Formby kung fu film. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad to report that in lockdown one, you did, in fact, make the curtains. Yes, I did. You did not re- redecorate the bathroom, but uh, lockdown two, you've got time to write your Kung Fu Formby musical. Yes.
1: <laughs> it's a musical now.
0: It, was it not a musical? No, yet? I don't
1: think... I mean, it should be. Absolutely, Everything it should
0: be. it has got to be a musical. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, but it, it, also
0: Kung Fu. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Kung Fu high-chopping action.
0: High-chopping. <laughs> hey!
1: <laughs> Amazing. Now, that's got to happen. I mean, that tell me this is the thing right people are always complaining about oh you know movies are just prequels and sequels and remakes and reboots who who's not crying out for some original content of george formby Fighting a load of bad
0: guys. I would say ninety nine point percent of people. um, I almost went ninety nine point nine, but then there's always a weirdo So um, I don't think they're they're crying out for it. Well, but that doesn't mean it's not what they need.
1: Exactly, exactly. People don't know they need it until they've seen it, and then they go, "This is everything I need in my life."
0: Yeah, yeah, right. That's
1: that's just the way it's going (laughs) to be. I'm looking forward to it. It's it's definitely going to happen. It's on the back burner. It's another. It's
0: it's way on the back burner. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all I need is access to some high end editing software uh, and knowledge. You know, and, uh, and a some, And a at some capital and the decayed corpse of George Formby. That's all I need.
0: Well you've made it dark we'll now. I don't like that don't like that at all. Well then
1: let's move straight on. So this is number two in our list. Okay. Alright. And this is a tale of mine from school. <laughs> But right, the condom on the banana thing didn't happen in my school. What they did have, yeah. right? We did. You have a district nurse who used to come to your school every now and then.
0: No. Right.
1: Okay. I think this I is didn't probably
0: live in peak practice. Or
1: <laughs> Once a year, a district nurse would come in and basically she would give like a sex education talk to schools. And it's that kind of district nurse who's been doing this for years, who you know has heard all the jokes, heard all the funny remarks, and is not here for, to truck with anyone's bullshit. Right. <laughs> so there wasn't any of this. Give everyone a condom get them to practice putting it on a banana, that kind of thing, right? What she did, and this has stuck with me for a long, old time, because she was quite an imposing woman. She, in crueller times, she would have been described as a battle axe. She brought her, okay. like, one of those old leather doctor's bags, okay? Oh, nice. Right, yep. Yeah, the it on the table, boom, puts it on the table there, pulls it open, and pulls out what I... <laughs> an eight-inch rubber cock with a suction cup on it, slams it on the desk, so it... <laughs> So, right? Jen. Leo. No, no, no. Dead serious. And then pulled out like an old condom that's well out of the packet <gasps> and basically just right. this is what you do, so pinch the end and roll it down. And just sat it and then just sort of put both hands like that on the table and went, Right, there you are.
0: <laughs> I mean <laughs> I wasn't there, right? But can I just tell you? Yeah. I've got an image of a woman leaning on a desk. Face like thunder, and next to her is a rubber cock just like gently bouncing around with the condom on the end.
1: There was definitely a wobble to it, right? It wow! Was, it was—it wasn't like—it wasn't like flaccid, right? It—it <laughs> it was erect, right? But there was definitely a bit of a wobble, okay? Got oh. on the suction cup, but it wasn't even to the side of it. It was literally smack bang in front of her, like centre of the desk, right? And the worst was this happened in an RE classroom.
0: Oh, really? But, yeah,
1: it's happened when the RE classrooms came in and slammed this rubber cock onto the teacher's desk.
0: I really feel I've missed out that my sex education didn't include this.
1: I mean, I, to be honest, I don't, I've never spoken to anyone that whose sex education included this. I'm fairly sure most of my school won't remember it, but it happened. I was there.
0: Wow, yeah.
1: It was, yeah. This. This. I, I don't know what happened to this district nurse. I can only presume she's still... Doing this to kids now. Oh yeah,
0: she's and it's still the same <laughs> cock, still cock. the same condom. <laughs> it's now
1: that kind of thing where you know, the rubber started to crack a little bit.
0: It's got a bit of a crinkle because <laughs> yes. it's so old and dried out.
1: <laughs> Every time she pulls out, little flakes of dildo fall off onto the desk. Oh well. Teacher comes back in and goes, "What the hell is this on my desk?" Just brushes it off. It's,
0: oh dear, yeah. dear, oh dear.
1: <laughs> the condom must have perished by now, though. Do you think? I think she must have replaced it by now.
0: I don't know that type they don't like to spend too much money do they no. she'd have got every use out of that that she possibly could oh
1: every use
0: oh no, I would just mean the out of times I don't mean she's taking it home with her to <laughs> to, to, to mr district nurse
1: <laughs> oh, oh no but you put you I'm, put that
0: in there well that's
1: that's what, I'm thinking. Sorry, that's that what was, she said that was your use of the word use
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, but Liz, we have come to it okay best clip I think.
0: Certainly, this is my favourite.
1: This is this is one of the things that I, I you know it sounds um, self indulgent. I keep going back and listening to this because
0: that I, does sound self
1: indulgent. You know, uh, so let's just get into it. This is from Wizardora.
0: Okay, <laughs> I've got a uh, anecdote about a very old fish. Oh,
1: do do tell, do tell.
0: I once knew a very old fish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the oldest fish you've ever known? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of question is that? I don't know. What's
1: the oldest fish you've ever known? Well, I mean, there was my good friend Jeremy the carp, you know, we, we grew up together, uh, he was born a couple of years older than me and, you know, it was only last year we were, I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? How, what's the oldest fish you've ever known?
0: We, my uncle, well, not, he's not my uncle, my mum's cousin who is sort of my uncle, <laughs> once, he used to keep fish, right? And he once got a moody fish, like, um, <laughs>
1: Hold on, right, now, to clarify, (laughs) is that moody in terms of East End slang that he got it off the back of a van? Yes. Or is it moody in that it was quite a grumpy fish?
0: It was very grumpy. (laughs) It was a moody, moody fish. Exactly, Ah! right? And so he didn't know how big it was going to grow. Right? And so it, But he mostly had very small little fish. And this one just kept growing and growing this and growing. like
1: a pond or a tank? Or... He's got a tank. Right, okay tank, okay.
0: tank in his house. It didn't even have a garden, I don't think, when they first got it. He just had a tank, right? So this fish keeps growing and growing and growing until it's about a foot long. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's big. Like, you know, 30 centimetre ruler big. Jesus Christ. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was black and then he had somebody who knew about fish come and look at it and said it was a shark. What? Somebody said... No. no No It was a ty- it was a type of shark. It's not a great white or anything. Well, yeah, no, imagine
1: Some <laughs> 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 um, bloke in Eerith with a great white shark sat in a tiny tank in, his has back going, Something's not right no, here. No, the was- fin keeps poking up at the top.
0: But it was it was a type of fish right so it and it just went on living like it sat in the corner it didn't do much it just went on living well it's because sharks live for years yeah yeah because he took, he moved with it had to take it in a bucket in a bucket <laughs> he didn't think it would live but it did oh. lived about 10 15 more years how big's the bucket
1: He's got a foot long shark in it.
0: <laughs> I don't know, it didn't have a lot of room. It was, a it, bucket? It was only on the way. A bu- a
1: bucket, though!
0: What would you put it in? What's well, something more secure than a
1: bucket. <laughs> a bucket's gonna tell- You're driving along! Something with a lid!
0: Look, it made it, right? <laughs> it made it. And it lived for years and years and years. I mean, eventually it died. And then the problem is, when you've had a shark... <laughs> ...that you've lived with for 20 years, you, it's not like a goldfish that you flush down the toilet. <laughs> You think <laughs> You think what, what do we do with it now? It's dead. So he ended up burying it in the garden. <laughs> now he's out there with his mother, who's, you know, about eighty years old. They're burying a fish in the garden. The neighbour says what are you doing? He said burying a fish. Doesn't tell the bloke it's his pet. He thinks they're <laughs> out there digging a grave <laughs> Digging a grave. <laughs> For the remnants of their chippy tea.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, (laughs) I don't even even know where to start.
0: It's weird how often we talk about fish and chips on this show. It is. And mushy peas. (laughs) It is, that's like the third or fourth time. But I think it's just, I
1: really love mushy peas. We
0: live by the sea, I don't know. We do live by the
1: sea. Oh my God. See, the thing is, this even... This has got to the point where you sent me a link the other day for, you know, how small a shark can be. It's a shark that fit in the palm of someone's hand. Yeah,
0: sharks come in different sizes, is what I'm telling you. <laughs> got to raise awareness so I, people I, don't go buying them on market stores.
1: <laughs> I think this is the thing. I don't so much have... A, the, the, the disbelief is not from the fact, OK, for if you have a small shark, it's that he had a shark... Yeah. And he didn't know what it was.
0: No, 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 no. But this is the thing, isn't it? If you buy something from someone who's a bit dodgy, you don't always get the right provenance. You know, this is how... A uh, little shop of horrors happens. This, is, this isn't like
1: this isn't like buying like a, a dodgy fan heater off a market and the instructions are missing. Right? It
0: is, yeah, it's like that. No,
1: it's not. The fan heater doesn't grow and live for twenty five years.
0: No, no, but it is like that. Will. What? I mean, because it's did... the same thing where you don't check, you know, your your terms and conditions. You don't check out the history. You get a, a faulty product. In this case, the faulty product was that it wasn't a fish; it was a shark. <laughs> It's like you, you know, you, you you told me some story last night about going into Lidl's, right? And then you're there, and like uh, some kind of like shaman uncovers his cloak, and you see a glow, and there's some crisps, <laughs> and there's like they're in a black packet, and they're marked not for human consumption. <laughs> okay. Scorpion chili flavour. Oh, this is
1: not at all how. And you went.
0: buy them because you're like, oh. They can't be as hot as all that. They're never never as hot as they say. And then you put one in your mouth and you come into the room choking like a man in the desert going to be... (laughs) What is it? What is it? The black crisps. The black crisps. (laughs) Right. And and you're absolutely dying. And then it turns out we don't have any milk. So instead you eat a piece of cheese. We did have milk. You tried to cool your mouth with Emmental. It works. <laughs> right? And
1: you are grossly misrepresenting this story. I have photographic evidence. <laughs> Of the crisps, yes, I didn't get them from a shaman in Little.
0: Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> said, you said they, were, they were in a corner.
1: No, I said they were in a shelf. They were in a cardboard box. The corner had been ripped open.
0: No one else could see. No them. one else
1: had gone for them. No, they, it was like they were undercover, like these are illicit crisps, yes. right? <laughs> and they're surrounded by like, the medium hot and the very hot, and these are the extreme hot, and they have on the they have like a warning on them that says like warning extreme heat. It's just like the old you know warning explicit content labels you get on CDs. You know, it's got got that on it. And I thought, and yeah, I did think it can't be that hot because it's a crisp, you know, right? Were... How hot can a crisp be?
0: No, that's ridiculous because any flavour can go on a crisp. They were so hot, I knew I wasn't going to try them because I don't like hot food that much. <laughs> but I was going to smell them. Yep. And you, you, you put them in front of me so that I could smell them. And as I drew them towards me, I felt them burn my nose before I inhaled. I didn't even need to breathe in. I could feel stinging on my face. <laughs> they are ridiculous.
1: <laughs> the problem is I I eat quite fast. So I, I basically poured some out into a bowl. I'd eat s- half the bowl before the heat really started to you hit me.
0: Absolute numbers. I wasn't gonna
1: drink milk. I mean, you know, I'm i not I'm not a maniac, but you know and also
0: So you ate a piece of cheese. Yes, and it
1: worked. What do you want from me? <laughs> you said, What kills heat? And I said, Dairy! And then you went, uh, Okay, well, have some dairy then, so I ate a piece of cheese.
0: You just got out a slice of Emmental? Yeah, I ate a slice of Emmental. What's wrong with that? I just think it's weird.
1: so no, I was just thinking creatively, okay? I was thinking outside the box, I'll have some Emmental.
0: So that was, that was our 10 favourite clips. That was. I'm not going to say the ten best clips because there's a lot of things that I enjoyed, and I know people enjoy different ones. But those were some of our faves, yeah, weren't they? Absolutely, they were. I don't really say faves. Sorry, I said that. I retract it. <laughs> You're getting quite nineties. Yeah, that's a fave. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> so this is this is almost the end of the episode then.
0: Well, we're we're, we're drawing near to the end now, so yeah. we're, we're, it's time to wrap up. Yes. And talk about, I guess, what have we learnt from all this? <laughs> I've learned I don't like things.
1: I've learned I'm not to be trusted. <laughs>
0: Speaking matters of
1: chili and cheese. I, th- I,
0: know, I think we should do an award for what's what is your favourite thing? What gets the Will seal of approval See, from this year?
1: Now this is a tough one for me because I knew it would be because because there are so many good things and I'm torn because do I pick something that I absolutely love, yeah, and would watch every single day if I could, uh, or do I pick something that is an unexpected gem?
0: Will, can I just say on the first option, have we watched one of those things?
1: <laughs> yeah, we have. I would watch Transformers the movie every single day.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I absolutely would, right? I would watch that all day long. Ironically. <laughs> no, no. It's an amazing movie and an amazing soundtrack. I don't
0: understand.
1: I absolutely loved. It. I would watch that a hundred times over.
0: Okay. Right? I, well, so I, I guess, that, I guess that, that's got to be your will seal I of approval. That is
1: my will seal of approval, Transformers the movie. Liz, what about you? What's your favourite
0: My genuine favourite thing that I have watched from this whole 50 episodes is Chuckle Vision. Yeah. And I know that would be a surprise to some people, but maybe not if they listened to the episode and and heard my just raw excitement at having discovered series one of Chuckle Vision because I have been going back and watching some of the episodes. (laughs) And Armchair Theatre is as delightful as I hoped it to be. Now, I I have to be honest, I am, I guess, watching it ironically aren't you a theater the rest of the chuckle vision staff the chuckle brothers are funny and i've always been a big fan of like um variety and live performance and uh, vaudeville and you know all, all those all those kind of things, all those live performances that we've always had in yeah, this country. All that
1: stuff's rooted in musical history. Musical
0: history. All, all that stuff that I love. And I feel like the Chuckle brothers, a lot of that has dripped down into them and that is what we got on our screens. And yes, they made so many episodes that you know you might forget by the end of the run, but those first episodes, there is so much to love. And Armchair Theatre just is is from a different time, Will, and it's so wonderful. I love it so much. <laughs> that is my seal of approval. And I believe they're on Amazon if you if you watch their streaming type services. I believe they're actually on there.
1: Oh wow, okay. All right. Well that's tip anyone who's got prime you can go and go and watch some Chucklevision. Yeah. Right from the get right from the start.
0: Right. Go right back to the start. <laughs> but I I have to I have to say, I do love bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. I almost enjoy something that is kind of naff... And had, a, had an idea but couldn't quite pull it off. I enjoy that more than something that is exceptionally well made.
1: Well, in that case, I think it's good. To, uh, a second award, what is what is your least favourite thing? Your biggest disappointment of everything we've watched?
0: Oh, I see. My least favourite and the biggest disappointment, I don't know if they're the same one. Okay. Because I've, I have a lot of least favourites. <laughs> and then my biggest disappointment would be something that I was hoping would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, I guess so.
0: What I'd like to do is give an award to the thing that has made me angriest. Okay. And I think it's Bucky O'Hare <laughs> because even now I can remember I couldn't even get my thoughts out on the episode because I just had so much hatred boiling over.
1: <laughs> See, now <laughs> I remember you. Yeah, that did make you particularly angry. You yeah. really like that. I think the one I, if. Just most things I think haven't made me that angry Rosie and Jim made me very angry can't
0: understand it loved it
1: no not, not on board with it still not it still made me I didn't like it as a kid don't like it now if anything I like it less now than I did as a kid really yeah I think so but I think just the thing of all things we've watched the one I think I have the biggest hopes for
0: yeah that were dashed
1: the, that were dashed is probably Poddington Peas
0: no, I think it
1: was yeah because again I'd gone I'd gone into it thinking expecting this world and these longer episodes and these talking peas and it's not it's five minute episodes with the same and there's
0: only about thirteen episodes there's only there? about
1: thirteen episodes there's next to no peas in it right next there, to
0: uh, no peas
1: what's it's like only thirty peas which is like spread across that is it's factory three per episode which is like <laughs> you know a terribly sort of poor pea average what? per episode. P's per episode, the PPE average. On what this, right? are we
0: even... What is the criteria on what, which we are judging these shows? The P's per average. I don't know what's happening now. P's
1: per episode, right? On this, is about 3.4, right? Okay. And I, I just... I, I wasn't on board with it. No, I was no. really... Right. Well, I was really disappointed. I,
0: okay, I guess I, <laughs> I can't say anything about that.
1: <laughs> Sorry, well, there we are.
0: <laughs> so, that's what we've watched in the last 50. Do you want... Do you want to? Do you want to do fifty more?
1: Yeah, I'd love to do fifty more. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much more kids' TV out there I can show, which you will hate.
0: To be fair, I feel like there are some big hitters that we haven't got to yet. Oh
1: yeah, some massive hitters out Blue there. Blue Peter.
0: Yeah.
1: Art Attack. Oh.
0: Biker Grove. How? How? It's coming back.
1: It's coming back. Yes. Looks Ooh. terrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure. No, give, him Go, give him a chance. give him a chance. Give a chance. But yeah. Postman Pat. Scooby Doo. Okay. There's a lot of stuff there's we can watch. There's a lot watch. of things out there. I won't consider that we have reached completion until we have watched Agent Z and the Penguins from Mars.
1: <laughs> okay. Is that going to be like our, our final, final? Era? No, no.
0: But if we're at the point where we're we're thinking, should we watch that now? We've done everything. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you know what that no, is? No, I've not even heard of that one. It's one series, probably about six episodes. Incredibly obscure, and it took me. Genuinely, years to find out what it was called. But if we get to the point, so there's no point watching it because no one will remember. But if we get to the point where we want to watch that, we've done everything else. All
1: right. Well, uh, I think we should probably wrap up here. But there's a few things left to say, which is actually we've done 50 episodes. we basically, other than a couple of listener picks, we've picked everything, Liz. We have. We've picked, picked, picked think, everything. Actually, you know, we have people contact saying you should watch this, we should watch that. I think we should invite more of this. So, if you're listening, if there's something that you remember that you want us to watch, that you think we should go back and look at, you can tweet us. We are at H-D-Y-L-M-N-1. You can message us on Instagram, where we are at HowDoYouLikeMe. We're now on Facebook. We finally...
0: Join the Facebook group!
1: (laughs) Finally got the Facebook, so you can find us there. You can also email us at HowDoYouLikeMeNowPodcast at gmail.com.
0: It's how d y a like me now podcast at gmail.com yes how jar like me now podcast
1: at gmail.com
0: yes i know they know that bit they heard that bit
1: so if there's anything you think we should be watching you
0: can tell us what we should be watching you can tell us off for all the things we said you can tell us anything yes but yeah we're taking all your suggestions now we'll write them down and we'll try and get them into this next 50 episodes
1: absolutely (laughs) well liz thank you for joining me that, for, oh, thank you. 50 wonderful episodes.
0: Thank you for having me, Will.
1: Pleasure. <laughs> and thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon. This is a Standard Nerds podcast.